Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another Behind the Group podcast. I am DJ Keel. And I am Basil Barrington. And we are back with another Picard review. Star Trek Picard, the final season, episode mm-hmm. number nine, Vox. IMDb gave this a 9.5. Dude, yep, right 9. off the 5. bat, man. Mm-hmm. 9.5 is too low. It yeah. should be higher than that. It should be higher Absolutely. than that. So what is, okay, we, so we talked about this you, before, but like this is yes, the best mm-hmm. show <clears throat> on sci-fi TV. related on TV right now. By All far. Day. It's not even close. So are you saying just to get far. it out the way that you're giving this a 10? Yeah, we it's tens across the board, man. Tens across the board. <laughs> I agree. This is a 10, man. This joint was fire. Do you know yeah. that you know, do you know, and I said this like offline how I'm impressed with mm-hmm. the storytelling of this entire show thus far, you know? Um, this yeah, yeah. the storytelling is amazing. This artistic, they have all mm-hmm. these subplots that are coming together, and Jack is like growing on me. It's a shame that Shaw was killed, but yeah, that hurt me. That hurt a lot because I thought I looked at him like he's the future of the show. Yeah, like I thought he's gonna be like a great addition to the cast because mm-hmm. he fit right in. Like you know, he's got the salt and pepper in there too, so like he's old enough, but like he he fit with the culture and the style of what these guys have been doing for all these decades, and yeah, it, he's a great loss. Like I, I was I was sad about that, but um, yeah, man, it it's interesting that you're you're right with all the storytelling. Like if you look at this entire season, they've had little bits and pieces of info dropped here and there to set you up for the last two shows. And, you know, like they were talking about offline about how they had the, the transporter thing. And, you know, Roll was like, I'm not going to get the transporter. Uh, everyone was like, why, why, is she try, why is she going in the, uh, why is she flying over there instead of using the transporter like everybody else? She and knew. Then you're, yeah, she knew. But I'm saying like there's a little bit of things that there's callbacks throughout the whole entire season. Yep. You know, like the, with uh, Jack seeing like the vines and getting to the collective. Like it's little things here and there. And like, that's a like usually on a lot of these TV shows when they have like a callback to something, these storylines don't go anywhere. Yeah, <laughs> they totally forget true. about them when they're editing and whatever, and it just ends up on the cutting board. Whatever, whatever the real story was, it doesn't it doesn't materialize into anything meaningful. And this show here, it feels like they wrote down everything, they mapped it out exactly right. They had the right actors for it. The storylines fit for the age groups, and everything, and it's it works seamlessly. It's the, it's a plus across the board, man. Mm-hmm. I I am so excited about this show, and it hurts <laughs> that it's ending right now. Terry Madalis, I think that's the showrunner's name. The um yeah the uh, director, <clears throat> he watched mm-hmm. all of the Star Trek movies. He watched yeah he watched everything. all of the Star Trek shows. <laughs> He what the other thing he did, and this is what I love because um you know the mm-hmm. first and second season, you know, man, you, people were bashing the show like you know what this show sucks yada yada yada, and someone yeah, said yeah, yeah. we got to make this better, and that's what they did. Now, really quickly, yep. you were talking about how uh, Ro Lauren um she was like no I'm gonna uh, take a shuttle, and that's because mm-hmm. of the brilliant way. That the this board is a great storyline completely <laughs> infiltrated the Federation, and they did it with patience. Mm-hmm. It took a generation for this entire, you know, basically mm-hmm. seed that they planted in Picard when he was um, Locutus, yeah, into you know the entire Federation, and they did it yeah. using millennials, no Gen Zers, 
No Gen one Z over, is, yeah, yeah. No one over 25, 25. years old. Imagine that. Yeah. So basically, <laughs> they they basically like it basically like a virus, and it's like it's the virus yeah. is inside Infected the transporter. The exactly. Yeah. So that's why, you know, in the last two episodes, the changelings were saying everyone had to go through the transporter, which they generally mm-hmm. do anyway. But it was yeah, everybody normally people. just beams aboard because it's easier. It's convenient. And this is the yeah. problem with convenience. Convenience bites you in the butt in the future. And everybody forgets about like, oh, is this easier if we just do this, whatever. This convenience. Take advantage of convenience at your peril. So like, the thing about this, the transport thing, right? They've set this up right now where they basically decimated all of the, the brilliant people, the, the leadership from Starfleet. They're all gone. Done. They're basically done. gone, hiding, or whatever. Like, just done for. And all that's left is the youth, the future generation. And genius about this storyline is this sets up so many future things that you could do. Because Starfleet's finished right now. <laughs> they have to start over with a whole new generation. And, you know, like, mm-hmm. you, there's so many storylines you could do. There's movies, TV shows, like, about, like, you know, lack of, uh, you know, people don't have information about how to do something, why he did it. Like, you know, I, I, I know people that work on boats or whatever, and, you know, there's a certain way to dock a boat and do whatever, whatever. But, like, that's because you had your grandfather's grandfather was like, this is how you do it, son. You tie this right. knot this way. <clears throat> that's all good mm-hmm. <laughs> for Starfleet. That is all good. All the people, all the knowledge about how to do something and why you have to do it. All wiped out, except for, I guess, the people on Earth still at Run Academy. But, like, Starfleet is decimated right now. This is insane. It's they can't, done, they cannot leave the storyline here. There's so much it, to tell after this. You know, we have one episode left. Um, and again, mm-hmm. you know, you're so true. Like, if all of, like, the top brass at, like, Starfleet is gone, where mm-hmm. does the show go after, you know, next week? Decades of knowledge is wiped out in a heartbeat, man. But check That's this huge. out. So yeah. if we if um if it's nothing but Gen Z is left and like some older mm-hmm. people maybe down you know on Earth and also they gotta be some admirals on Earth still yeah that exactly you know yeah. so if that's the case it makes a lot of sense that the next show would be called Star Trek Academy yeah that, it makes a lot of sense I I hope this guy's running that show too like I really hope so <laughs> or Dude. somebody that's in his camp because I'm on board for Star Trek now I'm done with Star Wars. <laughs> I, I'm I'm 100 percent on board Star Trek right now. If that's the case, I told you the dopest <laughs> thing that Star Wars came out with is Andor mm-hmm. and the Bad Batch, and that's it. Everything else from like you know the movies Awful. until they started doing the shows, Awful. horrible. You know, completely. Awful. Now, you know the other dope thing is this, right? Mm-hmm. The the Borg obviously couldn't do this on their own because they're the Borg. They look a certain way, right? So they needed the help of the changelings to actually Mm -hmm. infiltrate Starfleet because, you know, they can change into whoever, right? And, you know, I guess for doing that, the Borg said, I'm going to give you plasma, I'm going to give you body parts, organs. So it looked like, like, you know. Yeah, I think the Borg is the ones that helped them, like, grow into the new style of Mm -hmm. (laughs) a new changeling that can fool whatever, transporters and everything else, which is Mm -hmm. crazy. So you have the new generation of that. There's so many storylines here. Right. This is what hurts. Like Star Trek is finally on the right path, and everybody's old and they're retiring. Like this is the worst time for this to happen. Yeah, this should have happened like ten years ago. 
I think the other interesting thing is this uh, uh, synch- synchronistic technology they have where all the ships yeah, now yeah. are connected. I think that's really interesting because mm. it's actually a detriment to have that if you can't disable it because apparently they can't disable it, you know? Yeah, all the new ships, there. it goes back to <laughs> you, want, you want everything easier <laughs> and you need the harder way. Yeah, go back to the harder way. I think that it basically at the end of this, Picard has to take over all of Starfleet. He's got to run that thing, and they got to delegate whoever's left over to try and pass down some knowledge and fixes. They have to decouple all the ships. That's that's the dumbest thing I could ever think of. And the only reason this happened, it has to be a changeling or Borg that was like, "Yeah, let's connect everything all together. It's a great idea," and they just they went along with it. That's the only way this is possible. Now, you know, Jack, obviously, he got the seed that Picard, that the, the board planted um, in Picard. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you this here. So that was done through, you know, just a pregnancy, you know, so he spread the seed. So mm-hmm. these Gen Zers that are now infected, right, if they don't come up with a virus or an antivirus or a vaccine or something like that, something that uh, knocked that out. Yeah, it's a if good If they question. have kids, they're also going to be infected as well. Yeah, you're thinking you're looking at a whole generation going forward that and it's different races and cultures and yeah. different planets, whatever, mm-hmm. they're gonna have this thing, this receiver in their DNA. Yeah. So like this is way more complicated rather than even if you stop the Jack from sending out the signal, you have a big problem, <laughs> a giant yeah. problem for yeah. cultures and other planets <clears throat> here that this thing can be activated as dormant right now, and that it was even possible to do it in the first place. This is not a simple task of we'll just turn the receiver off. Because, yeah, yeah it's, it's a huge issue. I love, this is the thing that I loved about Star Trek. Star Trek was asking these moral dilemma type questions. There are all of the shows, even the original TNG, or the, yeah. the original Star Trek, the, the, the first one with Kirk. They were always asking moral dilemma questions and how do you solve it? And, you know, there's no win stuff. Like, the, what is it, the maroon... <laughs> What's that? What's that? Uh, the test that they have to do. And yeah, they yeah, they have to the take this thing. test. And basically, yeah. the whole point mm-hmm. of the test is that it's impossible. I know people are gonna be screaming when they watch this on YouTube, but like, it's a test that it's an impossible task. Is you're gonna fail no matter what, right. and if they're not, they're not judging you to get the test right. They're judging what your response is and how you act as a person, as a leader. Right. And mm-hmm. this is one of those situations where. You know, like it, this is an impossible task, and you need to see how you, as a leader, respond to this. And I, this is the thing I loved about Star Trek always is that it's a, uh, it's Kobayashi Maru. That's what it is, something like that. Anyways, that, <laughs> this is the thing about I liked about Star Trek is that mm-hmm. they ask these moral questions about life and you know just being in the galaxy and what you're allowed and what you can't do, and. They got back to this essence here, and so I'm bummed out, man. This is gonna be the end. I'm really bummed out. I hope this Terry guy is allowed to get a raise and uh, yeah. see, some move up in the company Terry, and just take over. Give this guy a raise. He put his foot into this entire season. Dope, dopest thing on television. I do have um, mm-hmm. three possible endings for mm-hmm. this here. Okay, okay. so. The first one is um, the the crew actually devised the plan, knowing that Jack would go to the Borg ship and also knowing that he would be plugged in. 
Mm-hmm. So maybe they inserted something into his system like a virus. So once he's plugged in, then it like infiltrates throughout the entire Borg. And that's how it's defeated. The other way yeah. is, uh, the other ending is, um, you know, Jack somehow defeats the queen or he does something himself. That's, that's a tough you know, task right there. <laughs> you know, the queen is serious, right? Um, yeah, and the, yeah. um, the other ending is um, Jack dies, you know? Mm-hmm. But that yeah. would be horrible because to end Picard with the fact that Beverly Crusher lo- already she lost Wesley kids, Crusher eh? and now she's yeah, about she to lose. How can you end a, a season like that's that, an wrong. entire show and not come back, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, that's I don't know rough, how you man. can do that to Beverly Crusher, who's like a rock star in a whole, you know, Star Trek yeah, yeah. game, you know? So I, I don't know. But I, I kind of think it's the first one. I kind of think that a plan has been devised. Knowing that Jack would go back to the Borg ship, knowing that Jack mm-hmm. would be plugged up, and maybe Geordi and Data, you know, created something where once he's plugged up, something is infiltrated throughout the entire system. Because remember, the first mm-hmm. time they defeated the Borg, that's how they did it with the virus. They put a yeah, virus in. They put a virus in. Oh boy, what's old boy's name? The um, the uh, the the Borg that they got, and then he became, you know, oh, friends yeah, with yeah. Data. Yeah, they put a they put a virus yeah. in him, you know. So um, so I mean, and they also put a virus. They released the virus on the changelings. They did create a vaccine, yeah. but they, you know, <laughs> it's like I'm gonna yeah, kill you first, then I'm gonna create right the there. vaccine. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm gonna shoot you first, then like you know, patch up the uh, you know the, yeah, the gun. I, wound. I'll fix your wound. Don't worry, I got you, boy. We're friends yeah. again, like yeah. <laughs> But this joint is dope, man. Like, how can you compare this to a show like The Mandalorian? You know what? It goes back to care. Like, it seems to me, it feels like Terry cares and the other guys who are doing these other shows do not care. They're just like, we need to hurry up and create products and throw this out there and then we'll get our bonuses and we'll go on and create more product. Like, that's what it seems like. It doesn't feel like there's... You could tell, like, this guy spent time trying to figure out how can I get, get a good storyline? How can I incorporate the whole cast, have everybody have their little time to shine? Because everybody did something rock star in the in this series. Like, everybody did something that, they, like, we talked about this before, but, like, this is Jordy's show right here. This this last show, when he showed up with the Enterprise D, like, that was his time to shine. That's it. That's Everybody's it. had a chance to be yep. like, yo, Everyone. I'm, I'm the Every man. single one. Mm-hmm. And this is why you guys love me for 20-something years, whatever this thing came out, 1980, whatever. Everybody has a time to be like, this is why you guys love this show, and this is why I was your favorite character, whatever. And this is the thing. I love watching shows like this when the lead star is competent. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're not getting embarrassed <laughs> by somebody else or whatever. Like, the, the star of the show is competent and he's doing a good job or whatever. You know, you may meet somebody that's just as competent as you and, and you get go through a rough patch or whatever. But, like, the star of the show is the star of the show. There's no question. This is a Picard show. He doesn't look like he's some confused old man with like <laughs> eating tapioca like from season one and two <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah he didn't look confused when picard sat down in that chair and it was like maximum work engaged everybody's yep. like yes yeah, right he's back he's back everybody looked at him like you yo know? this guy's a boss he had bass in his voice and everything mm-hmm. but he didn't look like he's an old guy sitting down in the chair feebly like he looked like yo he looked at him and said engage done yeah that was it even even Sydney LaForge had a little bit of time to shine as well. 
You know, yeah, everybody had their mm-hmm. chance to shine in this show, and that's what that's what I'm saying. Like, I I'm tired of watching shows where they embarrass the lead star and they made them look incompetent. Like the the Mandalorian just now, the Din Djarin got gets captured. He has to get saved like 18 times this season alone. I'm like, what are yeah. we doing here? <clears throat> yeah. And, <laughs> and you know, the, the, other, the other thing is this too, and this is just like, because mm-hmm. this, this happened in The Mandalorian. I think like when you have a show like this, a sci-fi show especially, right? Like this. Mm-hmm. And then you start inserting pop culture stars into the show. For me, oh, <laughs> that means that the show is flailing. You know, something is going yeah. on. You know, why this did you insert Lizzo? Exactly. It's just like, if, if you... If you have a cast that's competent, you know, then it's going to work. You don't need anybody else. Yeah, you don't need anyone else, you know. And the other thing is this with Mm -hmm. Picard, right? I also think that it's kind of no way that, you know, the Borg can be, well, killed because, you know, Mm -hmm. Jordy still has to go rescue his two daughters. So we know, I kind of feel that, both his daughters will be rescued because of that. I also feel that's going to happen because I just think that the Star Trek, um, you know, franchise, I think they have something mm. they really want to do with Sidney LaForge. I think I so. hope so. I Look, like, mm. everybody, all the cast in this season were all great additions to the show in the future of Star Trek. You know, there so, wasn't anybody that was there mm. that was like, ah, oh, this person's so annoying. I can't stand right. them. I, I never want to see them again. Everyone's a great addition. They fit right in like a glove. Oh, you and talk so, so, yeah. so you're talking about like um the bridge crew of the Titan. They were all on Yeah, point. every everybody yeah. They all, all they, like, they fit in. It was smooth. Yep. There wasn't there was nobody annoying. There wasn't anybody doing too much in the background. Like, yep. It just felt right in. Even the red shirts, they were fine. Like you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like it, everybody was fine. They they fit right in. And and so like I hope that they save Jack or if he's gonna be the new villain for the series, that's great too. But like they need to continue this timeline and with this group of people, even if they're all retired and they go back to be admirals and sit down and cheer, that's fine. Let the young people go out on adventures. But this storyline with everything that just happened needs to be continued at Paramount. They have to, like this is a waste if they do. I kind of feel like I have to go back and watch season two Mm -hmm. because the old queen Borg was there before they blasted her. Right. And there was some, there is something leading up to season three. <clears throat> season one was kind of weird. I may have to watch season two again. I may mm-hmm. have to watch it again because it yeah. really helped what's going on right now in season three. So I may have to watch that. I may, I may have to take a look well, at that again. This is the genius of Terry. Terry was like, this is all I have in front of me. I'm going to make the best pizza pie out of all of these parts. There's asparagus here. There's a turnip. I'm going to make the best pizza pie out of this thing. He did what he had to do. He took all the parts from the original season, whatever, whatever, incorporated into this one, and he made a masterpiece. Um, Anybody who's not watching this show, stop what you're doing. Go watch watch this show. It deserves it, man. This joint is fire. Um, I, I, you know, to be honest with you, when I first started watching it, I was like, oh, it's going to be like season two. But yeah, yeah, I wasn't sure. The first, the <laughs> first sure. episode was just like once you you can't start a show off a season mm. off with the with the first episode like that and then start lagging behind throughout the entire yeah, yeah. season. That, they started with point. this fire and they continued on with the fire. And now the big bang bang. You know, mm-hmm. with the uh, series finale next week, 
man, this is I'm I'm for it. I'm waiting for it. I I am excited, but you're right. They 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 kept the intensity and the interest. Like yep. there's a lot of shows they got filler episodes and you know like <laughs> you're meeting Lizzo on a planet. They just do nonsense that don't Come matter to overall storyline. Each of these episodes was needed, and each of these episodes provided good information and it made you want to see the next show. And exactly. that that's what we this was this all about. Like it, even if this thing was even if you had all the episodes at once you could stream it. You're gonna sit if you started this show. You're gonna sit here and watch all of down, it to complete all day. I'm you're gonna not gonna live like oh, nine, I can watch it whatever. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so true, man. There's no and way. I, and, yeah, you're and you know what? It. And I'm definitely going to do that anyway. You know, yeah, once I'm the show is over, sure. I'm watching it. I'm sitting down watching all ten episodes. You know, mm-hmm. so let's zip this up, man. Because again, Star Trek mm-hmm. Picard, the final season, episode number nine, the Vox. This entire season is fire. We both gave this episode a ten. We're looking forward Absolutely. to the series finale. It's going to be yeah. fire. You know it is because every episode was fire. This entire season Greatness. thus far has been fire. Greatness. He's it, got the nostalgia stuff, but not too much. Yeah. It's just the right sprinkle. The music was on point. When they stepped on the bridge and they played the theme mm-hmm. song, I was like, oh, man. Yeah. You start feeling, <laughs> you get the little emotional part and you're like, oh, man, this yep. is it. They yep. did it right. Like, <laughs> I love this I show, love man. it. Yeah, man. Well, 100%. gotta love it, right? Well, there you have it. Another episode of the Behind the Groove podcast. I am Basil Barrington. I am DJ Keo. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. And until next time, peace. All right.